Vancouver Canucks beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. And when I say beat, that is a use a word that I use lightly. Uh, because the Toronto Maple Leafs were by far the better team tonight, except for one player. And that one player has consistently been the reason that the Vancouver Canucks have won games this season. And that player is Yuhol Amico. Just kidding. Of course, Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko, 51 saves tonight to hold off one of the best offensive teams in the NHL, in the Toronto Maple Leafs, folks. Uh, a wild, wild game. Breakdown's going to be a little quick tonight, um, and we're going to go, we're going to re mainly rely on you guys. I want your thoughts, your opinions. There's a bunch of you in here already, so we're going to do that. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up right at 7.30. We've got a hard stop tonight. Uh, so let's break this one down. For the Vancouver Canucks, it's Thatcher Demko. For the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's Peter Morazic at Rogers Arena. Shout out John Shorthouse getting to do the national call on a Toronto Maple Leafs game. That's crazy. Good for him. Um, I think it's the third time he says he's ever done a call on a Maple Leafs game, if you exclude last year's bubble. Uh, so that's a plus. Good job. Good job, John Shorthouse. Uh, all right. Canucks, Leafs, first period. Canucks come out actually pretty good. Uh, they were the better team for the first few minutes. Uh, a bit of a bounce back uh, after that uh, rough start they put up against the New York Islanders. Uh, 89 seconds in, it's JT Miller in on a rush with Besser and Horvat. Horvat kind of clips the goalie, but I think he was outside of the crease. JT Miller puts it in, opens a scoring. Canucks lead 1-0. And just a few minutes later, Brock Besser, six minutes in, makes it 2-0. Uh, rebound goes up in the air, off of his noggin, uh, off of his beautiful flow, uh, right down in front of him, and he bangs the puck in to make it 2-0. So the Canucks are playing ahead here and if I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, I'm a little nervous because, again, Toronto knows they're the better team in this matchup, but they also know that the goaltender they're going up against has the ability to absolutely steal games. Uh, so we go to the second period, Canucks up two. Toronto dominates the second period, just just dominates the second period. I'm going to pull up natural stat trick here because I like to I like to see the expected goals. Uh, the expected goals in the second period two and a two point four for for Toronto, uh, zero point seven seven. For the Canucks. And I mean, that's kind of what happens if you do some rounding, but 75% expected to the Leafs. Shots in the second period were 24 to 7, and it, it results in two Maple Leafs goals. We have uh, Austin Matthews getting his 32nd of the year. Uh, crazy number uh, at this point in the year. And then uh, Andre Kasha, uh, both on the power play, they tie this up at two. So, the Canucks are a bit nervous, obviously. They're, uh, the Leafs are just coming storing back. They've clearly looked like the better team tonight. Uh, but the Canucks steal one late in the second period. Yuho Lamico, John Pond, our boy himself, gets one late to make it 3-2. to two. And this ended up being the eventual game winner. We go to the third period, and the Canucks once again just in survival mode. They've got a one-goal lead, and they are going to cling to it as if their lives depend on it. Um... Late in the game, Toronto's trying to get on the board here, get one uh, get one to go. Uh, Canucks go the other way with 45 seconds to go. JT Miller's a hair offside for the empty net goal. Horvat gets stopped with 28 seconds left. And then as time expires, Thatcher Demko sprawling to his right, makes a couple of clutch saves. Not his best saves of the night, but some of his most clutch. Uh, and, and that's the ball game. Again, uh, wanted to keep this one kind of short, but man, the fact that Thatcher Demko can face 53 shots in a night the Canucks, the Canucks record when they score three goals, they're like 18 and two or 18 and three. Um, and this game and, and that record is because of Thatcher Demko. If the Canucks score three goals, they are not very likely to allow three in the other net. Uh, and Thatcher Demko is the reason for that. 
Um, so here, here's my pluses and minuses. Shots in the third period, by the way, 17 to 6 in favor of Toronto, making the total shots 53 for the Toronto Maple Leafs and only 24 for the Vancouver Canucks, as they just, like I said, just held on for dear life, thanks to their phenomenal goaltender. Here's my pluses. Thatcher Demko, Thatcher Demko, and Thatcher Demko. Those are my three pluses for the night. He was absolutely unbeatable. He got beat twice, but 51 saves on 53 shots when his team absolutely needed him to be perfect, and he basically was. Um, I don't know what else to say, except the, the Vancouver Canucks have the best bargain goaltender contract in the NHL at this point. Uh, they are paying, they're paying Thatcher Demko $5 million a year for this season and the next four. That's absurd, uh, to be, to be on, on such a steal like that. And sure, Jack Campbell is a good example of a, of a great goalie contract right now as well, but his, his deal expires at the end of this year. Uh, even though he's been absolutely fantastic, wasn't a net tonight. It was Mrazek. Um, but man, Thatcher Demko is, is just on an absolute heater, um, and it's really the reason the Canucks are winning games. He's probably at like a 945 since Boudreaux took over, something along those lines. It's absolutely crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, he just keeps on winning games. Uh, other pluses in this one, JT Miller keeps scoring, gets the first of the night, almost had the empty netter. Um, he's having, he's put a nice little campaign together. He's all, he's right around a point a game. I don't know if he's at a point a game. Uh, JT Miller, let's pull it up really quick. He is at over a point a game uh, at this point of the season on pace for about 84 points. So uh, that's great. For the Canucks, if they keep him, if they trade him, either way, it's great all around. Uh, Thatcher Demko or JT Miller being absolutely phenomenal. Um, the Canucks beat the Leafs. That's always nice. Not going to complain about that. Uh, and I guess a plus is the Canucks had a lot of hits. Now, again, the reason the Canucks had almost double the hits of the Toronto Maple Leafs is because the Maple Leafs had about double the possession of the Vancouver Canucks. So it's kind of how that works. But 38 hits on the night. Um, and Shen and Burroughs. Luke Shen. Uh, he's got to be close to leading the league in hits at this point. Cause I think he's sort of decided like, Oh, I'm just going to start hitting people constantly. Uh, and that's what he's done. It's literally just all he's doing is, is throwing bodies, seven hits tonight for Luke Shen, seven hits tonight for Kyle Burroughs officially on the score sheet as well. Uh, every Canucks D man with a block, most of them with two. Um, yeah, uh, either way, really, uh, really solid, uh, from Luke Shen and Kyle Burroughs, uh, getting in the hit department. Minuses are the obvious ones. The Canucks were absolutely dominated. 53 shots against. Uh, I want to. I wonder if I could see like possession, like time of possession, like soccer does, where they do that percentage. Uh, I'd like to see that in this one. Um, <laughs> but either way, 53 shots to 24. Uh, the Canucks were outplayed on every level. Expected goals in this game, 67% to 33%. I think Money Puck does a deserve to win O meter. I'm going to see if I can pull that up for this game. Um, that can't, okay. So in this game, it's loading, it's simulating, it's simulating, and it's leveling out around 82% for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, after this game has been simulated a bunch of times, the Leafs win about 80% of the time. This is one of those times where Thatcher Demko was just unstoppable. Uh, shot attempts in this game were 88 to 40. Uh, it's just a bunch of blocks for the Canucks, uh, is a big part of that. Um, high danger scoring chances, 19 for the Toronto Maple Leafs, five for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, just every metric that you look at, it was domination, uh, in favor of Toronto, except the scoreboard. And that's where the Canucks come out ahead. The one place the Canucks come out ahead is total goals. 
And, uh, and I mean, you take those if you're the Canucks. Uh, the other minus here is the penalty kill. Uh, penalty kill goes one for three on the night. Uh, it's been on a bit of a better spot lately, uh, but a pretty rough night for the pa- uh, penalty kill. It is up against Toronto, which I think is the best power play in the NHL. If I'm not mistaken, at least they're up there. Um, I wonder what they are at. Let's see if I can pull that up. Team stats. Uh, sort by power play percentage. Yeah, Toronto Maple Leafs coming in almost a 30% clip uh, on the power play. And uh, yeah, they were fantastic again tonight. Uh, but uh, if they couldn't get one to go past Demco at five on five, and that is the difference maker. All right, let's go to your questions, your takes, your thoughts, as we typically do. Um, what do we got here? Pulling up the comment machine, uh, scrolling up to the top. Um, let's see here. Uh, Colton saying rename the Vezina trophy after Demco. Uh, sure. Why not at this point? Um, Dabnat Demco lives, sleeps and eats saves. Uh, Calvin saying Tyler Mott literally carrying this team with Demco. Yeah, Tyler Mott is so good. Um, gets, draws the penalty late, saves the goal, basically. Um, fantastic game. Uh, Tyler Mott's just so good. Uh, Lauren saying Demgoat. Uh, Dabnat, I'm sure Demko's back hurts today. Rashid saying one of the best games ever seen. And I mean, if you're going by the, how the Canucks played, not necessarily, but if you're just talking entertainment value, uh, you can't argue too much with that. A very entertaining game, uh, to say the least one that you are definitely invested in from start to finish. If you're a Leafs fan in here, um, obviously didn't go your way, but like I said, 80% of the time, 90% of the time that game will go Toronto's way. Um, Thatcher Demko is just so unreal. Uh, Colton saying game of the year so far, that might be fair. Again, I still, I'm still biased to that Rangers game that I was at. Um, Blitz saying Hamannick finally gets into a game and leaves us with more questions than we have answers. Uh, once again. Yeah. Um, how much time did Travis Hamannick play tonight? It's 18 and a half minutes. Uh, he had three shots on goal. Good job, Travis Hamannick. Um, debut saying despite being heavily outshot, it was actually a very good game. Uh, Canucks, cha- cha- uh, Canucks chances were exciting when we broke out of the zone, stole a point, maybe entertaining effort. Absolutely. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Canucks did get outplayed, but at least they made it interesting. Um, Cam saying was watching Steve dangle watch long and sports on YouTube and the stream was bad and he, and he left before he got his reaction. Oh, that sucks. Uh, why does it feel so good to beat the Leafs? Uh, we get a lot of media coverage on the Leafs out here, and it's, it can be frustrating. Uh, I think that's really the reason that most people in Vancouver aren't Leafs fans, uh, is because we just have to sit through a bunch of Leafs coverage. And it's because Ontario is much bigger, and, and Toronto is a much bigger city than Vancouver is, and that's why they do it, because it is cheaper to air a bunch of Leafs content than make custom content for each uh, location. And uh, yeah, that's why it feels so good at times. Connor saying, is that a regular season save record for a Canucks goalie? I don't think so. Most saves Canucks goalie. Jacob Markstrom made 49 saves. Oh, that's most saves in a shutout. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's one that's got to be higher. Uh, So no, I don't think that was the record. Uh, what else we got here? Aisha saying, imagine losing two straight games while outshooting your opponent 100 to 50. Is that actually the stat? Was that what the shots were in the first game in their game against Calgary the other night? Because uh, that's that's got to be frustrating. Um, that's rough. Uh, but again, I, I don't feel too bad. Toronto's going to the playoffs. The Canucks probably aren't. Uh, so uh, they can, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I saw a lot of stuff from Steve Dangle um, two nights ago when they played Calgary 
uh, and a lot of how the, the Leafs, sure, they're out shooting the other Calgary, but they didn't look like a playoff team. And there's a lot of time left. Uh, and again, you know, it's easy to get sucked into the Maple Leafs are a bad playoff team. They, they can't win around and all this stuff, but eventually you assemble a good enough team. Eventually they'll, they'll get some wins in the playoffs. Um, I think this Toronto team has the ability to, to make a bit of a run. The problem is you look at who they're going to face off in the first round. They're taking on either Tampa Bay or Florida, right? Uh, Toronto has, has really developed this team that has a high flying offense that is really entertaining to watch. Honestly, I don't like the Maple Leafs. I love watching them play. I love, I like what, like, I like their players. Um, you know, Matthews is so entertained to watch. He's so skilled. Uh, Marner is, is an excellent playmaker. Um, the problem is they just keep running into these hot teams, right? It was the Bruins last, you know, a few years ago, and now they're going to have Tampa Bay who is, you know, back-to-back cup champs. They have Florida in their division. Who's on the up and up. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate. And it's going to be really interesting to see how they perform come playoff time. Uh, David is stoked. Uh, Professor saying, uh, Professor Dogwood saying, really wished for a big scrap at the end. Leafs were crashing the net all night with late whistles. Hey, you know what? Canucks won that game. I think you take the high road. Uh, it, it, Thatcher Demko was so fantastic. And sure, they were crashing the net and all that stuff. And whatever. Uh, you can get frustrated about that. But you know what will make them more mad? Is if you just hold your head high and be like, yeah. You can do whatever you want. We beat you. Even though you were the better team by far. And I'm not saying they weren't. We got the W and that's all that matters. We're out of here. See ya. Right. That's, that's the approach that I would take or I would take in the ideal world. Probably I'd, I'd be mad and frustrated and, and go after somebody. Um, but I, I, I kind of like the take the high road approach. Uh, dad, not saying after every game, we have to tell the opponent Dem cope. That's sure. I think we can get something a little more catchy. Not going to lie. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Egg, I'm saying if we're thinking of selling without fully blowing up, Shen, Burroughs, Mott, and Miller could get back like four or five firsts. I think that's a little optimistic. Um, I think you could get a couple if you, if you're putting all four of them, you know, together and maybe if you're getting seconds or thirds and then using them to trade up. Um, I mean, I know you're probably being a little bit facetious, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, Tyler, Tyler Mott, I think should fetch everything. And JT Miller is, is so good. So, um, I see where you're coming from and yeah, Shannon Burroughs, I know they're getting some talk, right? I mean, you look at, you talk about a, a Stanley cup contender. I mean, Tampa Bay enjoyed having Luke Shen as a part of their, their, their team. Uh, Kyle Burroughs, you know, basically a, like literally a rookie at, I think he's 26 years old, um, has come out and has been a very serviceable number six defenseman. Uh, if you're a Stanley Cup contending team and you have an injury to a defenseman in the playoffs, which happens all the time, right? Someone's going to get hurt on your playoff run. Having a guy like Carl Burroughs might be something that these teams are looking at as a good piece to slot in uh, if something like that happens. However, I like Kyle Burroughs. I, I don't know. He's a local boy. I might not want to see him leave, but also you got to get the most value uh, as you can. Um. Agam saying offside review makes no sense. Coach's challenge is there for a reason. Why do a team's job for them? Uh, I think if it's something like that, I think it's sort of an optional thing. I don't know. I think also it's the last minute. I, this isn't something I care about, to be to be honest. Uh, I'm I'm totally okay with it just being an automatic review if it's close, right? Uh, I I think the challenge thing's kind of dumb. Um, I don't know. I I feel like either drop the offside challenge to begin with and say hey. This is not a thing anymore. If we don't call it offside, then it's not offside. 
Um, or I know putting a time limit so arbitrary, but when it's that close, right? And that one, I think, you know, I, I'm fine with them calling it offside, but there's so many goals that happen like 40 seconds after the, a play was like razor thin. It's like, it's not really the spirit of offside, right? It's to really catch a guy going way off. Um, and those are a little iffy. Uh, Gus saying if Demko doesn't get Vesna votes, that thing is a scam. It's going to be tricky with the Canucks likely not being in a playoff spot at the end of the year. I think Demko probably gets some fourth or fifth place votes, maybe a couple thirds. I don't think he's winning it. Uh, there are other goalies that are having absolutely, uh, fantastic, fantastic seasons. Um, Vili Huso is, is excellent this year. Uh, Shesterkin is so, so good. Jacob Markstrom has eight shutouts this year, right? There's so many, there's so many goaltenders. I mean, Vasilevsky still Vasilevsky. Um, we can talk about how fantastic Demko is, but there's like six to seven goalies that are playing as well as he is, if not better. Um, the thing is that Demko is literally the reason this team is winning games while these other teams have some other players, uh, to help them out. Um, Lots to talk about Shorthouse because I mentioned him. Does anyone know how um, Maple Leafs fans reacted? I wasn't really on Twitter during this game. Um, did did because I know Leafs fans can be a little mad, like hearing like, "Oh, this is the Canucks guy." I'm gonna be, you know, uh, th he's probably biased and all that stuff. And I think if it was if it was Cheech, I think they'd have a point. Um, but how did uh, how did Leafs fans react to Shorthouse? Uh, I'm kind of curious. Um. BK saying, I love when a hockey game has my heartbeat high the whole time. It is stressful, but it is fun. Uh, that is very true. Uh, Mr. Fuzzy Wuzzy saying, oh, yeah, elite. Sure. Why not? Um, D train saying we bent a lot, but some great goaltending, a really good start in the first period. Gutsy effort against a good team. I think that's fair. Uh, I would have liked to see a bit of a, a the shots being a little closer, <laughs> but Hey, they did. Uh, they did fight through it. Um, Jadak saying, why is he John Pond again? Because if you translate his name from Finnish to English, that is literally what it is. <laughs> um, Ryan saying, we didn't deserve to win, uh, but th some definite pluses. Demko's easily one of the best goalies in the league. Another plus is Miller uh, getting two points to boost his value again. Also, John Pond, baby. Fully agree. Fully agree. Uh, Gmod saying, Matthews is great, but I just can't with the mustache. I... I do agree. <laughs> I don't like the mustache. Um, uh, Ryan, being a nice guy, saying this message, I just want to give you some praise. I only found this count this season. Well, I've only been doing this since last season, so it's not like you've been missing too much. Uh, quickly, my favorite place for Linux content. Thank you very much. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I'm glad to have you on board. Um, Dabnet saying, I forgot to mention Thatcher Demko in the pluses because I need at least six of them. That is a fair point. Uh, thank you for calling me out on that. Uh, Lauren saying, thoughts on OEL's game tonight, the last couple games in general. OEL has impressed me. His defensive play is has been really good. I want to pull up his... Um, the Athletic does these player cards. And again, it's it's analytic-based. I know some people don't love that. Um, but it's really funny looking at Oliver Ekman Larson's because he was pr his projected, um, which is... it's it's sort of a, a scoring metric and he, his, his projected defense score was 5.4, which would be in the top like 30% of defensemen in the NHL. And his rating is actually a 21.2. So like four X, what his defensive output was expected to be, um, which is crazy. He has had a complete resurgence on the defensive end. Uh, again, I don't love the contract because it's seven, it's six more years after this or seven or whatever it is. Um, but he has been very, very good defensively. And uh, that's great. 
Um, Lieb saying, how'd you feel about Travis Hamnick tonight? I wasn't too focused on him. Uh, I don't know. I, what were your guys' thoughts on Hamnick? I, uh, I, I genuinely wasn't paying attention to Hamnick too much. Uh, Blitz saying Luke is Luke Shen is currently 12th in the league in hits 142 hits in 33 games. Yeah. But I think his pace is picking up because he's getting like seven to 10 hits a game right now. Um, Casey saying, please take Brad hunt off power play too. I am. I agree. Um, power play needs a bit more life at times for sure. Uh, what else we got? What did do to do? Uh, Rashid saying, I genuinely thought bros outclassed Hamnick tonight could be rust, but I don't know. I think rust is a very fair point. Uh, he's played what four games this year. Hamnick. How many games have you played this year? Travis. He has played, he's played 10. Really? <laughs> okay. He's played 10 games this year, but he hasn't played in a while. Um, so I, again, it could be rust, but when I, when I watched him play in Abbotsford, I really wasn't impressed with his game. Um, that, that I never, I didn't like that contract from the start either. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty rough. BK saying, all we got to do is keep winning to make the playoffs. True, true and based. Great point BK. Um, let's see here. Uh, Gus saying, thank goodness we want to live in Ontario. Couldn't be able to stand my friends tomorrow if we had lost. Yeah, if the Canucks had lost that game and they were double up in shots, they would have had some ammunition there. Uh, and they probably still do. But, hey, you can just say scoreboard. Scoreboard, baby. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adam saying, Dominic Hasek once made 70 saves in 1994 in a 1-0 game against the Devils. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's crazy. Uh, Lawrence saying, when is Hughes back? Next game, I think. I think. Um, I think. But I'm not 100% on that. Uh, Professor Dogwood saying, Parker, I was told my whole whole life to take the high road. It stinks. If you scrap their all-stars after the net crash, they won't let her decrease. It, okay, here's the thing. The thing about taking the high road is taking the high road is excellent when you're doing it as a dig. Because you are showing at face value that you're taking the high road, but they know, and you know that you're just being snarky and like, you just, you know, you're, you're being, you're not being cool about it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how to word this. Uh, but I, I, I think, you know, you sort of facetiously take the high road and be like, yeah, no, 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 that's fine. We won. Hey, Hey, good game guys. Good game. But you know, in your heart, you're like, yeah, screw you guys. Um, that's my opinion. Um, Agam Quadrilli's tweet was amazing. I saw this. Yeah. Canucks trade you 11, got two players better than him. They really did. Uh, they genuinely did. Uh, Juleson has been totally serviceable. Not great, but fine. He has gotten burned a few times. Uh, and Lamico has been a really solid fourth line player. Um, yeah, I, I genuinely, I, I genuinely am, am very happy with them. Uh, registrar saying, uh, Lee said 53 shots. Were there any D in front of him tonight? Uh, not really. No. Uh, NHL Connect saying, why wasn't Garrett here? Uh, national game. They wouldn't put Garrett in for a national game against Toronto. Uh, they had to put um, Shorty in, I guess, because no one else was available. Um, and maybe because of COVID reasons, because he was already in Vancouver or something like that. Uh, but they won't put him and Garrett because that would be too homery. And I, if I was a Leafs fan and John Garrett was on the call, I'd be I'd be mad. Because <laughs> John Garrett's very, very one, uh, one-sided. But we love him. 
Uh, but yeah, I think Shorty's definitely a, um, short, Shorty's professional enough that, uh, I, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, let's see here. Gonna pick a couple more. I do have to wrap up in five minutes here, folks. Uh, let's see here. Young Dakota saying, I'm glad we won, but our defense sorely misses Quinn Hughes. Yeah. And I mean, any team would. <laughs> Right. Let's say you went to Colorado and said, oh, we're taking Kale McCarway for a few days. Well, I guess they'd still have Gerard and <laughs> a bunch of other guys. Uh, the Canucks don't have that right after Quinn Hughes. It is a drop uh, to OEL and Myers, which they've played fine this year and made it less of a drop. But it is a drop. Uh, and that has been uh, a big, uh, a big missing piece for the Canucks. Um. NHL Canucks saying, where can we watch Abby games? I think on AHL.tv, but you have to pay for it. It's uh, it's on their website. Uh, do, 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 do. Agam wants to show Abby some love. 21 goals in the last three games. That's crazy. Rathbun's a star. Yeah, he had that five-point game. I think he's had points in the last couple of games as well. Uh, I, I love that. I Honestly, I want him to play for the Canucks, and I want him to see ice time here. But I can't argue with him just racking up points in the American League. Like, that's great. Uh, so I'm totally fine with that. Um, fifth line center. I'm not reading your message and I think you should delete it or knock on wood, knock on all the wood because none of that negativity in here. Um, let's see here. Uh, Lauren saying thoughts on the Canucks being reportedly interested in Pavel Zacha. I have not heard that because I, again, I wasn't too active today. Um, although yeah, I see, I guess he'd said that at the intermission. I, I don't usually listen to the intermissions, uh, to be completely honest. Uh, He's a good player. He's 24, falls right into that age group that you'd like. Uh, he's an RFA. He's going to get a, a good raise this year. He makes two and a quarter. Uh, he's half a point a game. He was a little better last year, maybe a little bit on the decline. Um, you know, a few less goals, a few less assists than last season. But I could see him being a, a really decent piece um, if you're getting rid of like JT Miller, because I mean, you're talking about a guy who's going to be your fourth best center if, if Miller is still here. Um, which I imagine, you know, they'd be, they'd be moving on from somebody, uh, cause it'd be Pedersen, Horvat, Miller, Zacha or Zach. I really don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, but yeah, that is, that is interesting. Uh, I don't want to, I'm not going to get too, uh, involved in that until I do a bit more research there. Apparently Rathbone just scored. Nice. Um, Professor Dogwood saying, why does CBC need to bend so far backwards for the Leafs? They already got their 4 PM start. Give us Cheech. Yeah, it's kind of fair. Um, but again, I, I don't, I don't hate Craig Simpson. He's fine. Um, uh, and I, <sighs> nice, nice one, Dogwood. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up. Uh, I know it's a little early. I know it's, uh, one of our bigger, you know, streams, typically a Leafs game, but, uh, thank you guys very much for joining me tonight. If you haven't already hit subscribe, hit like, do all that good stuff. We'll be back. Canucks don't play till the 17th. I think. Is that right? Uh, they play the Sharks 17th at 7.30. This is basically their Olympic break the next four days. Uh, and then they are back on Thursday night. It's a late one, 7.30 p.m. I will be live right after that, probably 10, 10, 15 or so. So make sure you have your alarm set. Tomorrow night, Canucks After Dark. Uh, if you want to hear a podcast with Canuck Clay and I where we talk about the Canucks and maybe we'll talk about those Pavel Zatcher rumors or things like that. Uh, and we'll praise Thatcher Demko for an hour straight. That is Monday night's at 10 p.m. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to that. It is Valentine's Day. We're going to try to pull it off anyways, folks. We'll see what we can do. Um, yeah, 
I think that's good. Thank you to all my members, as always. If you're interested in joining as a member, there's a little join button down there. It's three bucks a month if you're interested. Totally optional. Uh, so shout out to all of you guys. I do appreciate it. I hope you guys all have a lovely Friday night or Saturday night. I can't keep up with dates. Uh, I'm going to go to the city and, uh, and celebrate this Vancouver Canucks win. And uh, I will talk to you in the next one. See you later.